So, um, I got a question for you. If you could go back in time to your younger self and tell them one thing, what would it be? Like you was like, I don't know, maybe a teenager, maybe younger than that, you choose, but just your younger self, period. Man, I'd say follow God, man, from an early age, early age. I would say follow God in the sense of, uh, you know, don't don't be out here tripping, running off, running off the beaten path, acting a fool, because I did plenty of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Running the streets, acting a fool, acting stupid, messing with the wrong people. I would just say in general, I would say follow God and stay stay on that path. Because I think oftentimes, man, what people wind up doing is, you know, they wind up kind of at some point in time and their age, their age, their teenage age, you know, in that realm, that type of thing, they, they kind of say, okay, well, if I want to be able to get the things that I want to get, I got to go this other way, you know what I'm saying? Or if I want to get you know, certain pleasure or certain things in my life or whatever it may be, a lot of people kind of have this concept of, well, I, I might have. I might've known God at one time, you know, that was kind of my story, my testimony um, or, or whatever it may be, whatever the certain particular circumstances, they want to pursue other things with this concept that, Hey, if I go this way, I can really get what I want. You know what I'm saying? But in my years, man, I just have learned that, you know, all that time running away from God and acting a fool and trying to do things my own way every single time, man, I want to, you know, with my face in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I would just, I would go back to myself and just say, man, just stay with Jesus. Because if you stay in that path, God's going to bless you greater than you could ever bless yourself anyway. You're going to ultimately right. bless greater than what you're going to, you know what I'm saying? And so it takes, if we, if we walk in that path, man, it's going to save a lot of people from, it saves us from, you know, we go through a lot of heartache and a lot of pain in our lives because we made these crazy foolish decisions in our lives, right? We we either got caught up in the wrong relationship and we all have been there, you know what I'm saying? Where it's kind of like, man, I was messing with this wrong person for too long a time and it kind of jacked me up, you know what I'm saying? So I would just say, in general, follow God, stay on that path, don't veer off that path because the things that he has for you is going to be so much greater than what you think you're going to get, what you think you're going to go pursue. Um, you know, and, and God, God's got your back way, way better than that. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got your back 150% and uh, he, he's going to bless you. So that's, that's my, my thing. I, I would absolutely for sure. That would be my one thing that I would say to my younger self, like stop tripping, just stay, stay with God. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, now, now I feel bad about my answer because it's not as good, but uh, I think I would tell my younger self to be yourself. Um, I, right. I remember a lot of times being younger. I'm not even just talking about as a kid, like maybe even just, you know, within the decade, you know, of just trying to be what other people want me to be you know what i'm saying like trying to appease people so i could be liked so i could be within the same company of them because i helped them for some odd reason with high such high regard it's just like all right so in order to be hanging with you i gotta be a certain way i gotta act a certain way it's not necessarily yeah. me but it's cool you know what i'm saying like so long as i'm not going overboard or i'm not you know sacrificing my morals and standards and nothing like that like i'll do that and even though at the time it seemed like it was innocent enough, it was just like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I felt yeah. like little by oh, little, my identity was just being erased. And yeah, like, yeah. I was just being somebody I'm not. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, like I, I'm only me, I'm only Vash or whatnot by just legal standards, legal name. But other than that, like, I'm just completely different. Right. So, um, yeah, like, I would definitely tell my younger self that. And I think that's really important, like, regardless of what age that you are. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, that's dope. I mean, that's super dope, too, bro. I agree 100%. Um, you know, I, I just kind of look at that like, you know, God created us each individually with different 
talents, gifts, personalities, you know, characteristics. And, you know, man, the most miserable person is the world who somebody is somebody that just completely disregards that and tries to be some other person, go a different path, you know, whatever it is, and, you know, imitate somebody else, try to be, you know, just like somebody else, not be an individual, that type of thing. You know, one of the best things we can do for people is to be who God created us to be, right? So that's a great answer, bro, because, man, I mean, if, if this whole thing with God is a personal relationship, then, man, we got to be personal. We can't be like, I can't go saying, hey, I, I made it like, you know, you know, I, I can talk about like big, big name preachers. Or I can talk about big name rappers or, you know, what I'm saying whatever it may be. God's not interested in that. He's interested in who you are, who I created you to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Bro, that's a super dope answer. One that many people need to hear and understand and also understand the depth of that. To know that, man, stop, stop me until you stop trying to be like somebody else and 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 just disregard who you are, man. You, you're always going to be chasing something. Always, you know, you won't ever really find like happiness trying to do something like that. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Reset the Vibe Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Vash. Uh Unfortunately, Cam and Darius couldn't be here today, but it's okay because we're still rocking and rolling. We got a very special guest with us today. Um, we have JD of Gritty and Clean Ministries. Good sir, thank you. For yes, being sir. Here. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you, bro. Big for sure, time bro. for sure, bro. For sure. Um, because I know when I was putting together a, a a list of of guests or potential guests to be on, um, you were at the top of the list. You know what I mean? Because uh, there, so I started my walk this year, right? I started my walk in March officially, uh, but it wasn't until I saw one of your sermons in February that um, it got me really on that path, bro. You know what I mean? What, yeah. Because um, I was just going through a lot and it, it was, it was crazy because like I had seen you always posting about, you know, yo, I do sermons. I do this. I do that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I never really tuned in, but I just knew that you did them and something was on my heart. It was just like, you need to watch this today. Yeah. You know, and I watched it bro, <laughs> and like your message got me fired up, man. Like after you were done, I was just like, I feel like I can take on the world now. Like mm. it, it, it helped me drastically, bro. Like you pour into me without you even knowing that you were pouring into me um, mm. from your sermon, bro. So I want to tell you, thank you, like personally, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. Man, I, I appreciate you right back, dog. That, I mean, that's, that's a blessing to me. And uh, so dope, bro, that you, you know, you were able to take that and, and just allow that to God touch you to, to help you to grow, man, and, and just get in that space that you need to be because, um, you know, we all, we all, we need to be encouraging one another, you know what I'm saying? And uh, God told you to jump on and, and listen to me preach, you know, Holy Spirit was like, yo, Vash, come on, man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he gave me a word, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to speak out that you were able to receive. And that's how God works, man. He's he just all about, you know, blessing people, opening up their eyes, you know, touching their heart. And uh, to be used in that way, man, to be a blessing to you, bro, is, is humbling. And so I appreciate you, man. And uh, it, it tells me that, you know, you were hungry for God, uh, but it also you know, allows me to say, Father, you're using me. And I bless you for that. It's all glory to God, man. You know what I'm saying? It all goes back to yeah, yeah, so. so good how he how he connects that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, it, I, I, I gotta I gotta check this cat out today. You know, so you jump on and boom, speaking something to you. And uh so bro, yes, it's a blessing to hear that, man. It's I'm so glad to hear, you know, where you're at, how God used that to 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 bless you in your life, man. So that's that's cool. That's real cool. Sorry, sir. Talking about um you 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 doing sermons and stuff how did you i guess maybe that's a loaded question but we got a little bit of time so like how did you get started like what's your testimony like how did you come to god how did you get on this path to 
being a becoming a pastor? Well, I mean, I'll I'll make the the initial part short, but you know, when I was uh, man, I got uh, born again when I was ten years old. Uh, I got saved, and uh, at the time, man, I was a kid. I was going to this Baptist church in uh, my my hometown of Jacksonville, Illinois, a little small town in Illinois, outside of Springfield. And anyways, one one Sunday, man, I went forward, and and uh, the pastor came by the house, like you know, a couple of days later, and and so uh, you know, I asked to receive Jesus into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior, bro. Got born again that day. And, uh, and then I got water baptized, like, you know, a couple few days later, something like that. Uh, but that, that started off like my walk with Jesus, you know what I'm saying? And so that was, you know, I was, I was young, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I look back then I'm like, yo, I'm now I'm, I'm here, I'm 47 years old. And I look back and I'm like, that's, you know, I've been walking with the Lord most of my life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, it's, it's kind of puts things in a perspective. Right. But, um, but then I, uh, you know, got, you get saved, man, as a, as a new Christian, sometimes it's kind of like, I'm super excited. You come out the gate and you're like, yo, I got to learn more about God. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, let me read the Bible and okay. I want to read these couple of chapters and you know, you got the group or, you know, you know, whatever it may be. And so I did all that, man, you know, but then as time went on, you know, as I got a little bit older, that type of thing, you know, I started running with the wrong crowd and, you know, all this type of thing. But somewhere along that way, man, you know, one of the things that I began to do as, as uh, you know, actually when I was about 12 years old, um, I started performing, right? So I was rapping and my first performance ever was at this huge church camp in, uh, I believe it was North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. And so I go and I perform. This is other cat that uh, actually two other cats that was in my youth group. And so we did this song or whatever. And that was kind of my first performance, my first rap performance. Right. But then after that time, you know, I kind of started to see the fusion between like, OK, like I can I can walk with Jesus, but also kind of combine my love for hip hop music because, you know, I'm one of those true hip hop heads. Like I came up in golden age hip hop, you know, old school hip hop, that type of thing. And so um, long story short, that's 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 what I grew up listening to. Right. So I began to see like when I got a little bit older. I started around 14, 15, I started writing rhymes and it was it was like, you know, people say Christian hip hop. Uh, it was just rhymes that were coming from my heart. I knew the Lord. And so I was just spitting about different circumstances or whatever it may be. And uh, some of it was just positive stuff. Some of it was just like, you know, uh, you know, more kind of like talking about the character of God, that type of thing. Anyways, long story short, man, that, that kind of went off a little while, but then like I, I, kept going on, graduated high school, got into college. And uh, man, you know, it, it you get into school, college and stuff like that. And then I just kind of got with the wrong crowd. Not that my homies weren't bad people or something like that. They weren't bad people. But I just started kind of getting my focus off of the Lord, my focus off of doing things that blessed his heart, that type of thing. It was kind of like, you know, running amok, running the streets, doing whatever. But was interesting because God always kind of pulled me back, right? So I've got this testimony where, you know, I backslid like I don't know how many times in my life, like several times in my life, right? But God always came back. He's faithful, you know. And so this cat calls me up sophomore year in college. He's like, dude, let's let's form this this rap group and we're gonna spit for Jesus and this type of thing and we're gonna go. So I did that for a while and then a couple years into that or whatever it may have been, um, I just decided to kind of go solo just because of the direction that we were kind of going along in our lives and long story short man i i i truly as i look back on it you know i did i've done ministry i've been in ministry since i was probably about 12 years old because that's when i had my first rap performance you know what i'm saying but then i had all these times in my life where i was you know walking with the lord then I'd be away from god then back walking with them and then this type of this type of thing but then you know i got to a certain point in my life where i truly rededicated my life to the lord and my testimony is that where I was born again at 10 years old, okay? I had all these times back and forth, all this type of thing. I got serious about my walk with God when I was about probably 23, 24, kind of in that range, right? And um, I had been studying up on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so I read about it, the scripture, I, you know, I wanted to see what God's heart really was on it. And so I learned about it. And then I went to church one night, it was a Friday night, 
at the church I was going to at the time uh, in St. Louis. And I got filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit. And at the, so at that time, it kind of like I rededicated my life to the Lord. God gave me this kind of new strength and power to walk with him. And, you know, it's a, it's a long story. But, uh, you know, it, at the end of the day, that really kind of propelled me forward. And then what came alongside of that was I started writing again. Right. So I started writing my, my writing my rhymes again. Then I moved to Los Angeles. I was out there for about eight years and I, I created my first full length album when I was out there and then uh, did a ton of stuff with that. Did a lot of ministry, man. I did a lot of street ministry, a lot of like churches would have me come perform uh, tent rallies. Um, there was different like events that went on in Los Angeles that I went and you know spit at all this type of stuff. So I was doing that for quite some time. Then I kind of came back to St. Louis and went through, actually went through a hard divorce in a year, I guess it was 2009, right? So I uh, went through a hard divorce and then, you know, kind of has a rough times with that, man, because he's just, you know, it's one of the things, man, it's like, it just throws you off, like in a major way. I, I got two little girls, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, like, you know, wife's bouncing on me type of thing, you know what I'm saying? So it just, it was kind of this rough, real rough time of my life that I went through. And so I kind of had, you know, veered away a little bit back on that, that kind of thing. But one thing that kind of stayed with me the whole time is I was at a good church, you know what I'm saying? So I had people that were kind of feeding, they were kind of feeding me with good things, man. They were encouraging me. They were blessing me that, you know, I always kind of had that, that kind of you know, strong Christian around me is kind of spitting into my life, that type of thing. So anyways, long story short, man, I, I went through this whole deal. I, 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 I back into hip hop, all this type of thing, but then God started leading me then to go back and get my ministry degree because I, what had happened was I, after that divorce, I went and got my master's in counseling. Um, so I want, I had this heart, man, this passion to help marriages. Right. So I just, you know, I went through a divorce. It was crazy. I had a lot of hard times with that and everything. And then I'm like, yo, I'm going to go and I'm going to go through this, this counseling thing. Cause I want to help marriage, you know, married couples, this type of thing. And God's opened up doors and things like that, uh, to, for me to be able to do that. But, uh, but then what happened was I didn't wind up getting my license as a counselor. I just got my master's. I wound up then getting called to go and be, go to Bible school. Right. So I go to Bible school for a couple of years. I got licensed as a minister and, you know, then I began to really teach and preach. And I felt like the Lord was leading me to start a church. And then, so the last several years have been kind of like this journey of, I've been preaching, teaching. I've technically, I've been preaching, teaching for a long time, right? It's just, I look at it as when I'm spitting my rhymes, I'm writing about the heart of God, the character of God. I'm sharing the gospel in different ways, right? So I may talk about marriage from a godly perspective, from a biblical perspective. I might talk about like, you know, uh, some dude, I might storytell about some some cat, you know, doing, doing whatever. And from a biblical perspective, I'll kind of shine a light on this type of thing. So I talk about all kinds of circumstances from a biblical perspective. And so in that, you know, I'm bringing the word. So I, I, I call what I do like the ministry of words, right? So it's, it's, it's hip hop, it's poetry, it's preaching and teaching, that whole thing. But I, when I went through my Bible school, it really gave me this passion to like preach and teach. So I started a church that went on for a few years. We had a, a small group of people that was here in St. Louis, but then we kind of like, we kind of wind up splitting our way, dip, going different ways because people that were kind of coming to where me and my wife live, um, they, they, um, they were in different areas around St. Louis, this type of thing. So I think what wind up happening is it just kind of fused out in a sense, you know what I'm saying? So then what happened from that was I started saying, okay, well, I know the Lord's called me to preach and teach and then, but also still use hip hop music as, as a way to speak life, right. Ready to speak life and light into people's lives. So uh, that's when I formed gritty and clean ministries. And so gritty and clean ministries is basically my ministry. We where you know, it's preaching and teaching it's hip hop, it's poetry. I kind of combine that whole thing. And so I, I'm, I'm focused on creating, life-giving music, you know, spitting life through, through hip-hop music, um, and then also just preaching and teaching. So I do a Thursday night 
uh, Bible study and I do a Sunday night sermon right now. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. And so I have people that kind of tune in with me and rock with me from different parts of the country. So it's kind of more of an online thing right now, online ministry. Um, you know, the people that follow me, like I said, they're, they're a lot, in all honesty, most of the people are not in St. Louis. The most of the people are in other states, different things like that, right? So, man, I got a, a fire for the Lord a long time ago, and then he just kind of, over time, he was faithful. Even when I was not faithful, he was faithful to stay with me, and, you know, God just kept building me up, building me up, building me up, and so it launched me into now what I'm doing and uh, endeavoring to do more and more all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a great passion, a great fire for it. Right. And so I want to keep doing that. And so I want to do different things with the music where it's not, you know, maybe at some point, like it's not really about me doing the thing. Maybe I'm like blessing somebody else to come alongside and helping them form their music and, and putting life, you know, giving music out there, that type of thing. Um, artists, different things like that. So that's all a part of Gritty and Clean Ministries is the preaching and teaching kind of evangelist, you know, my heart is to kind of, you know, connect to people no matter where you're at and like go speak, right. Do speaking events, um, you know, churches, street outreach, you know, different ministries, you know, whatever it may be. So what I've been doing lately is reaching out to people that I know that's in the ministry, different parts of the country and just kind of putting the word out there. Right. So right now it's just about kind of putting the seed out there, you know, dro dropping the seed in people's minds and their hearts. And until that time, until I'm able to kind of go and physically go speak and do kind of the work of an evangelist or, you know, preach and teach at different things, um, you know, God's just called me to just be faithful in, in this thing that I'm doing right now, which is the online Facebook thing, that type of thing. Um, but man, you know, that that's my real passion right now is, especially at my age now is, you know, the word of God. So, it all stemmed back from that. It's brought me to this point now. And that's why, you know, when you hear me, man, that you, I'm coming with it, man, because it's, 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 ain't nobody died for me except for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody saved, saved me except for Jesus. So, you know, he, I've got, I, I, I can't possibly repay him. He hasn't called me to pay, but he has called me to follow him. He has called me to obey him and live my life in a way that, you know, I'm not just going after my own things, my own desires, my own pursuits. But I'm saying, Father, what do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? And then he gives me the desires of my heart. And then I'm able to live that out in my life. So that's my passion, man. You know what I'm saying? This whole gritty and clean thing. It, it's it's my passion. It's it's just about bringing the word of God in these different forms. You know what I'm saying? People oftentimes will think about, well, if he's going to share about the Bible, it's just speaking from the pulpit type of thing. You know, it's kind of this box, you know, and I'm by no stretch of the imagination in the box. You know what I'm saying? I get out of that and I say, look, God's called me to something. He's called me to be bold about it. And, you know, I'm not and, and I'm not everybody's cup of tea by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm going to come speak the truth and, and, and be bold about it and, and, and do it with passion, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if mm. we can't do what God's called us to do or what we have in our lives, you have a passion for doing what you're doing right now. You have a passion for poetry. You have a passion for, you know, uh, sharing your heart over the airwaves and bringing it to people in unique ways and, you know, being you, being exactly who God's called you to be. And so your word earlier was so perfect, bro, because that's what, that's all you can do. You know what I'm saying? You can't, I can't be Creflo Dollar. I can't be Andrew Womack. I can't be these other guys that I know and follow and respect and, and love and admire. I can't be T.D. Jakes, but I can be J.D. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and people that know me, I don't even want you to call me pastor. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want, don't give me a title. I could care less about a title, bro. I don't want a title. Just call me my name because that's a, that God calls me by my name. You know what I'm saying? So just call me my name, man. And, and I'm a rock with you, man. We, you know, you ain't got to refer to me in a particular, and, 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 and people think of that in, in a respect way. And that's dope, right? I have people that I call pastor. That's super dope. But when somebody asks me like, Hey, what, what do you want us to call? I mean, I was like, yeah, just call me JD because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to, to bring the word, man. And that's in these different art forms creatively, uh, but also just just spit spitting the word, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. long answer, bro. But that's 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 what it is. No, that's that's cool, bro. That's 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 beautiful, man. 
Um, Cause you're right. Like you, like God called you to be who you are and that's who you are authentically. You know what I mean? Um, and as me giving my own testimony for it, bro, like God is using you. Um, he's using you to do good works. And I know that I'm not the only one that you've helped. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact. Um, so you do have gritty and clean ministries. Let me ask you, um, how is it running, managing your own ministry? Like, is it, is it easy? Is it hard? Is it somewhere in the middle? Like, how is it? It's a great question. Um, I would say that it's, uh, it is difficult. It is difficult. And the, the reason when I say that is because like, okay, so, you know, I can, I can be tech savvy, you know what I'm saying? Where I know how to connect to, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, right? I can get on, I can, I can understand technology to a degree and I can, I can bring my messages and I can share my music and I can get it, get distribution for my music and put it out there and, you know, all this type of thing, right? But because my strength is in preaching and teaching, it's in being creative, it's in writing, it's in those creative gifts, that type of thing. That's what I focus on. So what that leaves me is, is it leaves me areas that I have pockets in that need to be filled to come help alongside with the ministry, right? So I have areas that I'm just not that great in, you know what I'm saying? Like real talk. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're super good, super dope with the things that you do, but we all have weaknesses and we all have strengths, right? Absolutely. So it, it's, it's about understanding with ministry it's about understanding, okay, this is what God has called me to do. He hasn't called me to do all these other things in the list. You know what I'm saying? To, to make it successful, to, to, to get it out there, to, to reach people, you know, expand your reach, reach and teach, you know, to as many people as you can. So there's all these different things that come alongside that, right? It's, it's, uh, it's marketing, it's promotion. It's, you know, when you start talking about tech, you know, I'm talking about just the general use of technology. I'm not, I'm not talking about creating the tech. I don't know how to create, for instance, one of the things I'm trying to get done right now is I'm researching, like, I want to get a custom app, you know, for Gritty and Clean as, you know, in addition to the website, because most people will like just go to an app, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I can shoot it to somebody in a text message, boom, they download the app to their phone, and then they get all the updates from there, right? So if I go on, I'm right. doing a search. I doing a I'm doing a Sunday a Thursday night Bible study where I'm there, or I put new music out or whatever they can boom they can get a notification yada yada, so I'm trying to do stuff like that but I don't know how I don't know how to do that I don't know how to create an app you know what I'm saying so there's many different areas where I need somebody to have those strengths to come alongside of me right and rock with me in that way to help put it out there you know what I'm saying because. My desire is to reach as many people as I possibly can with the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people I'm going to reach just with the music because they're, they're on the other side of the world. They don't know me, but they, they, they might think the music is dope. You know what I'm saying? They might be like, yo, I can listen to this. You know what I mean? So, and then some people I'm going to reach with the preaching and teaching that wouldn't. I mean, there are certain people that will listen to me maybe preach. But they won't. They won't really listen to the hip hop because they, they don't dig it. They don't dig the style. That or they just don't dig hip hop, right? But mm -hmm. I kind of fuse that area. But what I'm trying to do is to, I think it's important, very important, to have divine relationships, divine partnerships with people that can come alongside you to help you meet that vision. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't do it all on your own. You know what I'm saying? And I've learned that over time that I can't just do this all on my own. I need people that are rocking with me that that believe in the mission. Right. That believe, you know, I, I we call it my you know, I call it my tribe. Right. So you find your tribe. It's like like I'll use the example of the body of Christ. All my brothers and sisters in the body of Christ from here to across the world. I love them all. Right. But it doesn't mean that they're all my tribe. It just means they're my brothers and sisters in Christ, right? So everybody goes to a different church or you kind of have your own thing or whatever, or you have your group of friends or whatever else. I believe God brings certain people into your life to be like divine relationships that can come alongside you 
and walk with you on that goal. You know what I'm saying? Walk with you on, in that vision. And so I need people to come alongside me, guys. And, and so that's not always the easiest to get done. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people don't, you know, they, they don't know how to link up with somebody like me, right? Or they don't necessarily have as much interest. They don't have as much passion behind it. Maybe they don't have like the time of the day, that type of thing to say, yo, I can give you, I can give you this much time. You know what I'm saying? And, or I've also experienced situations where, you know, I might want to, I might dig the person. I might like, I, I might, I got crazy love for them, all that type of thing. They might be doing their own thing or their own ministry, whatever it is, but I they're, they may not be necessarily my tribe because they might actually believe a little bit different than, than I do in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. from, a, from a doctrine perspective, you know what I mean? And that's, that's fine. There's Christians believe in different ways. We, we agree on the main things, but there's, there's certain things in the word that Christians just, you know, well, some believe one way, some believe, and that's why we have denominations and all this other stuff. Right. I just focus on, what does the word say? I don't, I don't get into the whole denominational thing. I, I just, I focus on like, what does the word say? Right. So you got to find your tribe. And sometimes that can be difficult. So launching a ministry, putting the ministry out there, people that actually believe in what you're doing, believe that they can be used by God in what you're doing, all these things. And then another part of it is, is when you're talking about like people genuinely giving to the ministry, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, of course, you know, giving all that money situations, it's been used and abused so much, you know what I'm saying? It's been, it's been so, so many people have completely just abused that. And, and so it's really turned people off of that whole deal. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people is like, yo, I don't, I don't want to deal with these pastors. I don't want to deal with whoever, because, you know, they're, they're just, they're just trying to take me for my money. They're, they're just going to do something manipulative with it. You know, and so people get, get turned off by that in a major way, you know what I'm saying? And that, but that's not God's heart, man. That's just, that's just man's fault. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, is that when we look at man's fault and we attribute that to God, that's not what we should do. God's heart is, Hey, there's a good thing going on here. Let's sow some seeds into the ministry. Let's grow and let's build and let's do these things that we need to do to reach as many people as we can reach to go out and, and accomplish the vision, the mission on, on our lives. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it's hard because you just, it's hard to share the vision. Sometimes it's hard to get somebody to say, Hey, you know what? I can really see myself like rocking with you for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, and sometimes it's, you know, for instance, like some people might be in the spotlight. They might like the spotlight. They might, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm my best in the spotlight. That's the type of type of person that I'm, I am. You know what I'm saying? That's my personality. So I need somebody who's like, they, they don't care about the spotlight. They Maybe they're not called to the spotlight, but they can do all the background stuff. They can all, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that I can't do. And so it's hard because it's hard. It's, it's easy because when you're doing it, it's easy only because when you're doing it for God and you're doing it as a following after him and things like that, it's, it's a joy, right? From that perspective is Jesus says, come unto you, come unto me. Are you are heavy laden and I will give you rest. So it's not a burden on you, but it, at the same, in the same time, there's things that you have to do and walk out and get accomplished. So the ministry progresses and those things can be difficult because you're dealing with people, you know what I'm saying? And you're dealing with people who have different visions or different callings, or, you know, maybe they don't want to like line up with a particular ministry because of maybe the way they believe or whatever. They might love you as a person, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they, they may be like, well, he kind of believes a little bit different on this particular subject. So I can't really like rock with him like that. You know what I mean? So I, mine is finding that tribe where you just fit together like a puzzle, you know what I'm saying? And then the combined talents can put the ministry out there and be a big blessing to people, man. You know what I'm saying? And accomplish the, the thing that God has in store for it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you can see where it's a joy from that perspective is God, you know, it, it's God just filling you up and giving you that passion. And that way it's joyous to follow after, but it doesn't mean that getting to the, the to the place where he wants you to get is easy. You know what I'm saying? going to have times where it's like, yo, do I keep doing this? You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of like, who am I reaching here? Am I really making any difference? Am I really like, I, 
you know, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I got a full-time gig, so I do have a regular full-time job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting paid for ministry. You know what I'm saying? Right now at all. Um, it, but I got a full-time gig. I take care of my family with my full-time gig. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like I get the money from that. And, it, it, but I've got to keep pursuing this because this is my heart, man. This is my passion. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, this, this is my life, bro. You know what I mean? I, I say this all the time to people, but look, I, I let people know, like, look, when I die and I go stand before God, I'm getting into heaven because I got Jesus, right? But when I get there, I don't want to, I don't want to get there without accomplishing the things that he put inside of me to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? From the, from the beginning of time. So I don't want to just, just dilly dally with just earning, earning money to pay the bills. And I just do that every day of my life. And that's it type of thing you know what i'm saying i want to be pursuing the things that god's given me to do from day one and go out and get those things accomplished and in order to get those things done you got to have people that you that rock with you man you got to have partners you, you know and, 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 and you know i guess what i what i found is just it's not always the easiest to find those people that will truly line up with you you know what i mean that are truly like I can really get down with this. Like I can see myself going with this, you know what I'm saying? And that's where, that's where it becomes difficult because, um, you know, you got to have those divine relationships, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um, I, we talked about like the, well, you talked about uh, the, the difficulty of it all. Um, Cause even with that, you still have your own relationship uh with god with 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 jesus um don't your walk because i know for me with me starting um in march uh it's been rough it's been really really <laughs> rough bro it's worth it right i'm not complaining about it but it's been really rough because i'll be 30 uh lord willing in in december and having to unlearn so much from 29 years worth of living not everything yeah. but some things like some things is not even necessarily were uh bad or sinful or stuff like that but now they just don't serve me you know what i'm saying <laughs> they brought me comfort in one season they helped me get through one thing in one season and it was good and i still got it but now it's just like all right i'm gonna need for you to let that go fast and then you're just looking like it's not bad you know no, like I, it's, it's not that bad i can't not even a little bit just for like <laughs> you know so i wanted I to ask you um if it's not too too personal um but maybe if it is then we can go like from the beginning of it um but with your walk uh what are some things that are tough for you in your walk that come for me um, well, I would say um, in my walk with God, I mean, one is just point blank the word, right? So, you know, I mean, here's the deal, man. If if we as, as Christians, you know, it's we've got to begin to truly understand as we begin that walk, right? We step out. We're like, yes, Lord, I, I receive you. I, you know, we get born again. We got to be willing to say, okay. I, like you said, I got all these things that I knew about, all these things that I learned in my life, these, these particular mentalities, you know, attitudes towards things like, okay, I think this might be the right way, whatever else. We got to be willing to, to let God just completely flip the script, right? And the word says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we have to let God renew our mind, and when we do submit to that and let him renew our mind, that's by the word of God, then we begin to understand that God's word is given to us as a light, as you know, instructions, as correction, as is all of these things the word talks about, right? And for me, it's been a huge comfort, man. And I guess what I would say as an example is when I'm when I'm in the word, right? Where I'm like, okay, every day. I'm, I'm reading a chapter, two chapters, I'm studying, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm writing things down, study to show yourself approve is what the word says. You know, I'm in the word, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. man, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I'm doing nothing but just falling more and more in love with Jesus, man. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's kind of where, where 
God takes what you think, what what you think or what you thought I should say was, you know, happiness or what you thought was pleasure or what you thought was, you know, a particular, you know, pursuit of the world, whatever it may be. And he just completely just trumps all those things with the word of God. Right. So you begin to understand that, man, when I'm spending time in the word, I'm spending time with God. So in that sense. 100% is, is absolutely comforting my soul, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it helps me as a man. It helps me to be, it, when I'm truly in the word, truly, you know, my relationship with God, I'm praying, I'm talking to him. You know what I'm saying? We're walking and talking. I'm reading the word, all this type of thing. It, it helps me to become a better man. It helps me to get close and understand him better, understand his love for me more. But then it also helps me to be a blessing to other people too, right? It helps me to love my wife better. You know what I'm saying? It helps me to love my kids better. It helps me to love my neighbor better. You know what I mean? That type of thing. So it is absolutely the first thing that I would say is a comfort to me. And then there's, after that, it's the things that God has blessed you with in your life that is truly a blessing from him, like my spouse, like my wife, you know what I'm saying? So she's a comfort to me. My kids are a comfort to me. Genuine love from people are a comfort to me. Uh, you know, people that actually truly care about you and truly love you to the point where like, if I'm tripping on something, they'll reach out to me and tell me that. You know what I'm saying? They, they ain't gonna hold back because, oh, I don't wanna offend Josh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to reach out to him and say, yo, you're, you're tripping. You, you're, you know, you're off the beat path. I did a sermon uh, a few weeks back called the, the love definition. And I talked about that because those people can be a comfort, man. They're, they're people that those divine relationships that I talked about, they're people that, that, that love you enough to to speak truth into your life, no matter what it is, right? They, they encourage you, they build you up. They also help you. They sharpen you. They check you if you get out of line, you know, all those type of things. So without a shadow of a doubt, man, it's just the relationship, the daily relationship, staying in the word. And and, and, and when I stay, into, stay in the word, what I found in my life, bro, is that, when, you know, it's hard sometimes to say, okay, I'm going to start reading the Bible every single day, focus on God's word, this type of thing. But I guarantee you that when you do do that and you get in, you start really digging you'll want to do it more and more and more and more and more because it's life. You know what I'm saying? He's it's, it's life. It's life and health to all our flesh is the word of God. So we read it. We, and you just fall in more and more in love with it, man. It's just like, you know, you love doing poetry, you know what I'm saying? And when you get to write it, when you get to speak it, when you get to perform it, it's like, yo, I love doing this. I'm in my pocket. You know what I mean? And you're growing. And that's how it is with the word of God, man. And then from that, from that relationship with God, that close, intimate relationship with God, then he gives you the, he empowers you, emboldens you, you know, our motto at Gritty and Clean Ministries is embolden the light, invade the dark. He emboldens us to then go do those things so we can go do the poetry and have passion behind it, purpose behind it. You know what I'm saying? Not just kind of be running a miss with it, but we're also serving God's purpose in our lives with it too. That's the difference. It's something that we like, we love, but now we've got this, this unbelievable comfort and benefit and blessing from it that we're also doing something that's actually God's purpose in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's purpose behind it. There's meaning behind it. So, man, I would say those things, man, and, and, and relationships are huge, bro. I mean, you know, they, they can, they can either, they can, you know, that relationships, they need to challenge you. That's all good. You know, that type of thing, but they should challenge you towards the heart of God. You know what I'm saying? Not away from the heart of God. So it's, we need, we need to understand where we're at in our relationships because those relationships can be a blessing. They can be comfort. Um, or they can they can tear you down, you know what I'm saying? And so we just gotta we gotta continue to pursue God and the Holy Spirit makes those things clear to us, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay, okay. I like that. Um you touched on something um well when you were saying that, uh, and it made me think of a question, and I kind of sort of want to know this because I'm I'm at a loss, right? Um, and I guess it's kind of like uh the man behind the curtain type of deal, at least to me, right? Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a minister. Um, how? And I guess this would be the last question. We're gonna wrap up. How? Um, how do you come up with your sermons every week? It's like that's something that I always wanted to know. Like I, I see pastors they be having like these series and everything else, and it's like, man, this is good word. How did you come about this? Like this idea to like 
teach this? Like, is it like something that, you know, you were studying, reading the word one day and you felt like God was talking to you like, I want you to teach this. Like, like yeah. how, how, how does it go? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll equate it in one sense to like when I write rhymes, right? So, you know, my rap name is MC19. And, and when I sit down, I write rhymes and I'm going to put music out under that name and things like that. Uh, oftentimes, you know, and I'm sure you can relate to this as well with poetry and stuff like that. You know, we, we get inspired, right? We get inspired to write. And so we, we get inspired to write up about a particular subject. And so many times in my life, man, so when I was a young cat, right, you know, when I wrote rhymes, I, I just, it was just something that literally I just sat down and just, it just flowed out of me. It was just, it was like, I didn't do a whole lot of like preparation and all this type of stuff. It was just this divine inspiration that just flew out of me when I pick up the pen. You know what I'm saying? I picked that pen up, boom, I'm writing. It's really for me, man, that style has kind of led forward into my preaching and teaching, like coming up with sermons and things like that. Um, I you, you, you hit it right on the head by saying that a lot of pastors, bishops, whatever it is, they, 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 they have a, a particular way about going about their sermons, man. I know, I know, particular, I know, I know pastors that will literally plan sermon series like a year out, you know, things like that. They'll plan it like wow. two, six, nine, 12 months out. Right. So when they get together with their staff, they got stuff on the calendar nine months from now about what they're going to preach about. Okay. Now me personally, my style I, is I, Every week, I just I just basically go to God and I say, Lord, what do you want me to preach on this week? So he'll give me something, right? And sometimes, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, sometimes it's the afternoon. I'll preach a sermon on a Sunday night. Sometimes it's Sunday afternoon, then I get it. So it's it's he gives me something, I seek him. Sometimes it'll come from like my Bible study through the week. So say I'm reading, you know, whatever book I'm on, I'm reading Romans right now, right? Say the Holy Spirit shows me something and then he gives me an idea for a sermon, right? Like drops a seed and then I'll go about doing my own, you know, paying the bills, doing my job, taking my kids all over the planet, you know, all this type of stuff. And then like, then the Holy Spirit gives me the words, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's an instance where the disciples in the word, in the Bible, where the disciples are going before these religious leaders and things like that. And 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 basically the word says that God just told them, like, God's going to give you the words when you get up there. Like, you're not going to do a whole lot of preparation. You know what I'm saying? So my style is more of just, I'm just going to be led by the Holy Spirit to to, to write and then, and then bring a sermon. Um, that he's given me for that particular time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I've, I've found more often than not, I would say that when I just kind of submit myself to God like that, where I say, Lord, I'm not going to like say a month and a half out, Hey, I'm going to preach on this on this particular Sunday. Um, I, I found often that the thing that God gives me on a Sunday afternoon for a Sunday night typically is for someone or for a group of people because i'll have people come back to me and say yo you read my mail you know what i'm saying that sermon that night was specifically for me you know what i'm saying like people feel like i'm like truly like speaking right into their circumstance so that's nothing but god you know what i'm saying it's nothing but god when we say okay lord just give me what you want to give me and then i'm gonna spit it out and then whoever's who's going to receive it is you've got them there too you brought them to the table and then they're receiving it, just like you said you did in the beginning, you know, in February, right? So <clears throat> the way I write my sermons is that, man. And so basically, I kind of let the, the Holy Spirit give it to me uh, whenever he gives me that inspiration, an idea. Um, you know, I get like a lot. Of, oftentimes, I'll get like a, an idea for the title of a sermon. And then I'll get a particular scripture in mind that goes with that title. And then like I, I get like, a, you know, a main scripture and I kind of use that to start my sermon. And then I'll, I'll just God just gives me different scriptures that line up with that. And then I'll write some things often in my sermons as well. I haven't done this in a little while, but often in my sermons as well, I do do poetry as well. So I'll write a poem that is in the subject of what I'm preaching on, you know, that type of thing. And I'll spit that either, even at the either at the beginning or the end. And anytime I write that stuff, it's the same thing. I hadn't rehearsed it. I, I just literally just wrote it like 10 minutes, sometimes 10 minutes before I, I go on, five minutes before I go on, that's everything. So for me, that's the way it goes. I, I there's 
they, it's for different people, it's different things. Some people like, you know, planning out, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. I'm not like that at all. I'm more off the cuff. You know what I mean? I'm more like freestyle, you know? So it's, I think it comes from, it kind of stems from the way that I've always written rhymes, you know, that type of thing. And kind of just like that same kind of style where it's like, I'm just kind of saying, all right, Lord, just give me my inspiration. Holy Spirit, just give me the inspiration. And then I'm going to come and speak it. And then people are going to be blessed by it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if I'm obedient to what God gives me, because there's been times when I wanted to preach on something else and he was like, nah, I got this other thing for you. You know what I mean? Like maybe sometimes I feel like, okay, he gives me something. I'm like, hmm, maybe it's a good idea to preach about this other thing. And he's like, nope. And then he brings me back. You know what I'm saying? And so then I write based upon that particular subject because, you know, I, who do I, how do I know that somebody from Uganda is not going to sign on and watch me on Facebook and here's something that's going to, you know, they're going to wind up getting born again. They, they get saved, you know what I'm saying? Or they get delivered from the situation that they're, they're living in, whatever it is. So I just got to be obedient in that. And I think that's just the way that God wired me up. It's just like, Lord, just give it to me. And then when he gives it to me, it just flows out, man. I'm just boom. Oh, scripture. He's giving me scriptures. I'm like writing it down. I'm, I'm writing paragraphs about the truth that are in those particular scriptures and then and I speak it and then I'll I'll like post it and post it to notes or post it to, to the ministry page, that type of thing. Um but that's really my style, man. A lot of people don't a lot of people uh you know they, they can't go that way because they just they just have to be they have to plan out and everything. But I'm sporadic like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of cat that'll get up like, you know, Let's get up and go. Let's go to the beach today. You know what I'm saying? If I'm living in California, like I lived in Los Angeles for eight years, I'm like, let me just get up and go to the beach today. I, let's go and let's do this. I, I'm I'm not the most like plan out like way in advance kind of thing. I'm more like, hey, let's 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 get it popping. Let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So that for me, that's my style. For me, that's my style, and I just feel like the Lord uses me in that way to be a blessing to people. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I, to me, it's all about that divine inspiration, bro. You know what I'm saying? Without it, I don't have rhymes. I don't have sermons. I don't, I don't have any poetry. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have the life giving words to say, unless I'm divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. If I'm just like trying to just create something on my own, it doesn't hit as hard. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't bless as much. It doesn't, you know, set somebody free as much. But when I was like, Lord, I'm just giving it to you. You know what I'm saying? And you just use it. And then within that sermon, sometimes he'll even give me, give me things as I'm going that I didn't know who I was going to speak on. And he'll kind of prompt me to say something. And then I'll speak on that. And, and uh, just, I think it's just always being led by the Holy spirit, bro, because the word says that he leads us into all truth. So if we let him do that, if we let the Holy spirit lead us into all truth, there's no telling what, what, what kind of impact we can make. You know what I'm saying? We can be a blessing beyond what we could even try to imagine because we give it up to God and then he uses it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's what it is, man. Yeah. That's good, man. Ah, that's good. That, that's inspiring, bro. It is. It, it is. Um, Cause when you were going like, not even just now when you asked the question, just throughout everything, um, some things hit me like when you were talking like god was just revealing some things to me man some revelations man and i was just like man this is good this is exactly what was needed this is exactly what was supposed to happen bro um i'm just again like I, I appreciate you for coming uh i know that you're a busy man you know what i mean got a busy schedule and whatnot especially coming in after uh uh having your bible study today so i appreciate you for coming through bro i really do man i so appreciate you man it's it's a blessing to me for real it's 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 so dope to be able to do this and anytime i get a chance to talk about god man i'm all over it you know what i'm saying and uh and and also chop it up with you bro i got nothing but love man you know what i'm saying and uh you know just love what you do man i love your heart for i mean that poetry stuff is super dope dog you know and i love it and uh 
you just, uh, I love to see God working in you, man. You create it, creativity coming out. You're doing your thing. And he's just going to keep leading you, bro. He'll keep blessing you. He'll keep showing you how to honor him. And, you know, he'll keep growing you. And you'll you'll open up as, 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 as you keep opening up to him and submitting to him and saying, okay, Lord, I want to do it your way. Um, man, he's going to bless your socks off, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's got you. And so you'll find yourself, you know, two, three years down the road. And you're like, yo, I've grown quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? You'll look back and be like, just from this time, I've grown quite a bit. Because God, God, God will lead us forward and, and, and by leaps and bounds when we just give it to him, man. You know what I'm saying? Then we can truly run that race that he's called us to. You know what I'm saying? So just keep doing what you're doing, bro, because it's a blessing to me. And I know it's a blessing to everybody else, too. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, so at this point, do you have anything that you want to plug, anything that's coming up, any socials, anything like that? The floor is yours, bro. I would just say um, just everybody be blessed. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, like I said before, uh, continue to walk out gritty and clean ministries. Um, I, I'm looking into a couple of different things. Like I said, building a custom app, that type of thing. If you want to check out the website, it's grittyandclean.com. And um, just check it out. It's got different things on there. It talks about um, the gritty and clean church part of what I do, which is basically the preaching, teaching side, you know, kind of work of an evangelist, that type of thing. It also talks about gritty and clean records. And it's just gritty and clean records is basically just a, a not for profit. Just I just call it gritty and clean records is just the music that we produce as a part of the ministry, that type of thing. And it's got some ideas uh, in, in, in the vision for Gritty and Clean Records for the music that we create. So people could check that out. You can go to the, you can hear some of the music. You can see the preaching videos on the YouTube page. Um, I just, I'm, I'm working on the online store right now because I did just do a super dope new logo. So I'm, I'm kind of plugging that right now, you know what I'm saying? But just uh, my heart really right now, bro, is I've been doing this thing for quite some time now where I'm, I'm, I'm doing these Bible studies and sermons online. And like I said, I got people from different parts of the country and stuff like that joining me, which is dope. Right. Um, but I really feel like, you know, it's I'm stepping out in faith by saying I'm really pursuing the opportunities to come and speak at different things. You know, what I'm saying whether or not it's a church event or just a church service or it's a street event, um, it's a, uh, you know, whatever it may be, outreach event, you know, anything like that, right? So when people go to the site, one thing they can do is if they want to, they can book me, uh, they can hit me up and book me to come and speak, um, you know, because I rap and things like that too, I, allow, you know, that's a part of it as well. So, you know, I might have some people that are like, yo, we want to bring in somebody, a rapper for a particular thing, and, and they just want to bring me in as a rapper. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Or they want to bring me as a, 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 do some poetry, spoken word, that type of thing. Um, you know, so they can, they can, you know, book me for that, or they can book me to come and preach and teach and speak and kind of do my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? The whole spiel, um, you know, they can, so they can book me for different services or just kind of bring me in just to kind of do my thing. You know what I mean? And so that's really what I'm trying to do now is touch base with different ministers, churches, uh, you know, whoever you are, whatever you do, whatever kind of ministry it is, um, to connect with people, divine relationships, and then be able to like physically go and preach and teach in different, in different scenarios, different, you know, situations, things like that. Because right now, like I said, it's just all online, which is dope. I mean, a lot of people are all online. It's, it's, it's being a blessing to people, but I really want to be able to go and stand in front of people again. You know what I'm saying? It, it, a lot of people feeling that way right now, right? With the whole COVID thing. And like, a lot of artists are feeling that way. Like, yo, I want to go do a concert. You know what I mean? So it kind of in the same sense, but to bring the word, to go and physically go to these different places. So it's just about connecting, man. It's about putting the word out there saying, hey, check my stuff out. Uh, it would be a blessing to come serve in that way, uh, to come be a blessing to your congregation or to your youth group. But, you know, oftentimes nowadays, it's not really necessary for a youth group. Back in the day, I was more youth, you know what I'm saying? Now it's kind of more geared towards like older, you know, adults and, you know, or young adults, that type of thing. But whatever, however you see it, um, just to come and be a blessing to people and say, hey, 
you know, hey, holler at me. You want to book me to, 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 to come to Chicago to, to speak at this particular, you know, event or situation or church or whatever it is. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? You want to, you want me to come to Kansas City? Hit me up. You want me to come to Los Angeles? Hit me up. New York City? Hit me up. So that's kind of where I'm at, at now where I'm wanting to step out and do kind of more of the work of an evangelist um, and bring it just with the way God's created me to be in my style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, gritty and clean, man. <laughs> so um, that's what it is, man. That's that's my heart. So if I would plug anything, it's just, you know, if you got something going down, it, you know, you're either an organizer yourself, an event planner, a pastor, you know, uh, maybe it's a, a prison ministry, you know, because I've done prison ministry as well. Whatever it is that's going down where you feel like, you know, God, you could God could use me in a scenario like that. I'd love to come and just be a part of that and uh, speak life, man, in these different ways and just see how God is, is honored and people are blessed. So that's that's what I would say. Yeah. Sir, sir, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Reset the Vibe. Um, like I always say at the end of it, be kind to one another, take care of one another. And as always, Love.